0: Megovanin. Megophonin
1: Melanin. Melanin. Ianethmin Sierra, unfortunately.
0: I had to think about it for a second. You're just like, what? What was <laughs> I supposed
1: to say? How do I say it again? <laughs> I think we're in the same boat today. <laughs> we were. I was Oh, this is Chronicles of Fiction, by the way. I was horribly unprepared for this episode like five minutes ago. Don't worry, we're good to go. Now I had a full five minutes.
0: Me. but
1: that's okay yeah.
0: i am literally half asleep like i didn't even <laughs> grab my notebook for our elvish word because i don't know. I, I don't have oh. i don't have the energy to do anything but just sit here in this bed that's fair and watch it good means- luck charlie that's all i can do today oh man that sounds like fun it is unfortunately uh i have to drive to carrie so ew why i promised grandma we'd come to dinner
1: oh that's right
0: yeah. Yeah. We're and now ready. I'm taking the littles with me. So, like, now I got to go home um, and pick them up.
1: That's a lot of driving. It's so much driving.
0: Didn't you see that? Were you
1: there last night? I was stalking Brianna's Instagram. Yes. Nice.
0: Yes. Yeah. We were all there last night. So, but, you know, when I had told her that I could come over on this Sunday, I didn't know that Easter, early Easter, was going to be last night. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Otherwise, it would have been like, haha, I saw you tonight. It's all good. Yeah. But it's fine. They've been wanting to cook for us for a while, so that'll be good—free food. Yeah, we're that's having good. steak, so. Oh, I want to come. Uh-huh. That's good. <laughs> uh huh. Go. It's good. Oh, no. That's my week. That's that. That's that's, that's all that's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's your whole life. It is. Uh. How have you been? Actually, pretty good. That's good.
1: Cool. I, I had a breakdown yesterday, but other than that. Not bad. It
0: happens. Huh? It happens. It does.
1: Well, apparently I can't work out with anybody here or unless I work out in the bedroom. And I tried and it just, it didn't work.
0: Um, you know, I have that anxiety as well. I cannot work out yeah. around anyone. The only time I've ever been able to do it was when I, we used, I used to go um, like once a week with my best friend. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. When her and I went, like we went to the gym and mm-hmm. I could do it. I felt awkward. Yeah. But- I could do it then but if I'm by myself like I cannot the gym has I either the gym has to be empty or I have to be alone yeah that's cool.
1: yeah I can't, I can't go to the gym and like Caleb was upstairs and I was downstairs like he couldn't even see me but I like started and then I just like I freaked out I couldn't do it and I yeah. I didn't know why so I had to shut myself in the bedroom to do it yep <laughs> but other than that apparently I have a friend now which is really great no, wow. No. Shivering you. Mm-hmm, yeah, this is sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, she's great because she's not. No offense, thirty and. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean like everybody else up here, they're like thirty and they act like it, like they're all ready to have kids yeah. and yeah. and just sit there and knit, which is great. But I also just I kind of want to go to tattoo and. I don't know, pierce me ears a couple more times. and Whoa, sounds like someone needs some therapy. I'm working on it. I'm in therapy. <laughs> my, well, no, my therapist thinks it's fine. She's like, you know, you're right. You, you're... No, it
0: is. Because it's self-expression. That's what it is. And yeah. that's one thing that, like, we did not get growing up. No, we, was, we
1: really didn't. Expressing ourselves. And then I feel like we were kind of, we weren't told, but it was kind of implied that you didn't do that kind of stuff after you were married. Yeah, or at all, or at all for starters, or at really? all, because like, it was
0: seen as a sign of immaturity. Right. Right. Honestly.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is. That's what it is. And yeah. so I, I felt like, well, I'm married. I can't do that. And then, it, then it, something, something, some light bulb went off. Of like, those two things are not related in the slightest. No, not at all. Like, and I don't know. It's it's been a good feeling to be like, I can still do whatever that whatever I want. Yes. And. It's great.
0: It's great. you absolutely should. I've thought about getting my ears pierced again and just having two like right. side by side, and I don't know why because I don't even wear earrings that often, but no it like would be cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then if you don't like it, it'll it'll grow back. Exactly. Exactly. Like,
1: it's much. It's a lot less commitment than right. Right. Than like a tattoo. Yeah. My friend just got her nipples pierced. Oh, ow! That I can't do. I no. I I I can't. I could not no no but i'm very proud of her go for it girl wait like, yeah, yeah you can handle that pain level
0: Woo. but that's good i'm glad you have a friend me too and you're not me just too. all alone hmm? and you're not just
1: all alone all alone yes me too it's been nice she makes me i end up spending money though i was like dang having a social life is expensive it is. Because it was it in is. Victoria's Secret. And I got these oh, really yeah. great leggings. Well, I wasn't going to get anything. Yeah. And then I found some lingerie that was, like, 70. And I was like, I don't know if I can, if I want to do this. And so instead I got leggings with pockets yes. for 30. And I was like, that's still a lot for leggings. I haven't taken them off in three days. Oh, wow. And that's probably bad. But. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I'm between. But they're really comfortable. <laughs> I mean, I feel that.
1: So that's my life right now.
0: I just bought some really comfortable leggings, but I got mine from Dollar General. Nice. (laughs) Nice. See, there isn't a convenient
1: Dollar General near me. Oh. I mean, there's one, but I'd have to, I mean, like, Target is like seven minutes and a Dollar General would probably be closer to 10 or 15. Oh, no. So, yeah. Well, and it's bad because Target's even closer than Walmart. So you know I'm paying more money than I should be. Yeah, no, no, no. (sighs) But
0: it's fine. But you are in a time of your life where you have a good job, you have minimal bills, so... Right. Now's the time to buy the stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Now, yeah. And hopefully that stimulus check's gonna be hitting soon.
0: Oh, yours hasn't hit yet? No,
1: it's supposed to come, like, the 26th or something. They're supposed to mail it, which means it's probably gonna go to the old address and then have to come back here. So it'll be, like, the end of April. It'll be, like, a birthday present. Yeah, there you go. Which
0: I'm totally yeah. here for. Yeah, absolutely. But, anyway,
1: we read fan fiction, not just talk about our lives on here.
0: Because our lives aren't that interesting. Yeah, no,
1: it's taking us a full seven minutes.
0: <laughs> and that's it, we're all caught up. We don't have we're
1: all caught up.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm excited about today's uh, chapter. I don't think we have a whole lot of chapters left. We have
1: two, so we have this week's and next week's. Yeah. And then we will need to decide if we want to go back to reading Sands of Rune,
0: or do
1: some one-shots, or both, we could do some one-shots and then go back to Sands of Rune.
0: Yeah. I have no idea.
1: That's a problem for two weeks from now. Yeah. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. (laughs) Ten out of ten.
0: (sighs) Fab. So, do we have an elvish word for today? We do. I
1: gotta look at my screenshot. Oh, wait, no, I don't. I know it. It's Uhenyon.
0: Oh, no. Would you not? Would you... This is too
1: hard. (laughs) It's too hard. I mean, you got. I don't, okay. Full disclosure, I don't remember last week's and that one was really hard.
0: I don't remember last week's either. Let me
1: see if I can look it up. I know it meant you betrayed me. Yeah. But, um, hey. Yeah, I don't remember how to pronounce last week, so we gotta work on that. (laughs) But this one, it's, so you may spell it for you.
0: You can't. I don't have my notes. Oh, that's so, right. So. Okay,
1: then I won't bother. But um, it means I don't understand. Okay. We briefly went over it last week, but I, I like. I think it was late last night. I was like, because normally I come up with a word on Friday while I'm at work, um, because I'm a horrible employee. But, um, Caleb came home Friday night. And so I wasn't really thinking about yeah. podcast, to be honest. And um, it was, like, late last night. And I was like, I don't have a word. <laughs> this, we might just not have a word. But then I remembered I had this from last week. But, yeah, ooh, means I don't understand. Ooh, hennyon. yes. And now, because it's spelled C-H. Now, C-H is supposed to be, like, how you would say, like, Bok. Kind of have that okay. sound, but I can't do the <laughs> <laughs> I can't do
0: that right. That's uh-huh. uh-huh. that's that. Uh-huh. 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 All
1: right. Uh-huh. And then the fur ball comes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, and that means I don't understand. Yes, which I feel like fits. <laughs> i mean yes yeah. or for me anyway me for like literally at existing today like i do not understand <laughs> you seem I'm super out of it,
1: it. i also <laughs> was like do you want to just wait because i woke up with the worst cramps um
0: i mean the problem is that i just have so much to do today yeah Like, I wouldn't have time to do it. any other. So we're just doing it now. We got this. This is going to be a sleepy episode. It's okay. Yes. Well, hey, you know, no, it's
1: perfect because we're at, we're in Tom Bombadil's house. That's true. That's true.
0: We are at Tom Bombadil's house and the chapter is titled A Welcome. Yes. So this is, this is us. This is us resting in Tom Bombadil's
1: glory. This was,
0: this was, this is his fault, essentially. Absolutely. 110 is making us all sleepy. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, should we start? Yes. On it, I guess? All right. So this is Chapter 7, A Welcome Rest. This is right after our, our little hobbits have um, been rescued by Tom Bombadil. I'm just going to pre-apologize for all the yawning that happened. Okay? <laughs> no, it's just going to happen. Deal with it. All right. The room before them was long and low, filled with many brightly lit lamps which swung from the roof over a long polished table, covered with many candles which burned merrily as if they had been burning since the world's beginning. Low chairs surrounded the table and they looked soft and welcoming. Tom Bombiddle stood at one end of the table and he held up his hands in welcome as they entered, his battered hat now replaced by a crown of leaves. My dear little hobbits, how glad I am to welcome you here. You must forgive me for my lady is not home at present fair goldberry walks the forest still singing to the trees and the flowers in the light of the moon sweet as honey is her voice clear are her eyes and golden her hair she will be sad to have missed you but here seek yourselves and tom will be host supper is coming the sound of supper brightened their spirits immediately and they sank into the little chairs around the table as tom busied himself around the room fetching jugs of water plates of bread and cheese fruits and berries and many other wonderful things the famished hobbits fell upon the food much more greedily than they would at home. The water in their cups was cold and clear, yet filled them with cheer and sustenance, lifting their hearts up, lifting their hearts of, fi- of fatigue. <clears throat> there was no end to the food which appeared on the table. Even Gobby could not ask for more. They ate and they ate, and as they did so, their hearts were glad, and the horrors of the forest began to fade away, and their voices turned to song. Tom sat with them the full meal and ate heartily. Hold on. Oh, I thought I was going to sneeze. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Tom sat with them the full meal and ate heartily, occasionally bursting once more in nonsensical singing. He cleared the table when the hobbits felt even they could eat no more, and they were sat down in three chairs before the fire, with a footstool for each, as the lights were dimmed except for one lamp and one set of candles on the mantel. A sweet smell came from the fire, which seemed to soothe their aching bodies. Tom approached with the basket and sat down before Gobby, who froze suddenly, his courage failing him. But Tom merely smiled. And gently reached out to Gobby's poor arm, removing Mirabella's splint sling, now filthy with the mess of the forest, and examined it gently. "'Alas, what pain!' he cried softly, seeing Gobby's expression change. "'We must remedy that, we must. "'Tom is not so fair a nurse as his pretty Goldberry, but he knows a thing or two. "'He cast a warm glance at Mirabella, who watched anxiously. "'It was well this sling was put on him. Happy was the hand that tended him. "'Worry not, healing will come with time. Faster, perhaps, here in Tom's house. Let him tend to you now.' and so he did. From his basket, Tom pulled out draughts and solutions which he administered to Gobby. and the little hobbit's face relaxed as his pain was diminished. Tom applied another split more masterfully than Mirabella's hand and wrapped it in clean bandages, so gentle that his fingers seemed to dance along the flesh, as gentle as the ticking of a feather. The arm was soon suspended again in a little sling tied neatly. Then Tom turned his attention to Mirabella and laid a cool cloth across her ankle, lifting it to place, lifting it to place it high on some pillows, and gave her also some drinks for the pain. Mirabella settled back in her chair, a hazy smile over her face. Tom rose and put away his basket before coming back to sit with the three hobbits, looking dreamily into the fire. It was a long time before Faramir felt rested enough to speak. "Thank you, Mister Bombadil," he said. "You saved us from being lost in there forever." Tom looked at him as though he had almost forgotten he was there. "'Forever?' "'Nay, not forever, my dear little fellow. But it was good I came across you, when I did. Yes, indeed. Three little hobbits should not wander so far from home.' Fairmere hung his head. "'I know. We shouldn't have gone into the forest. It was foolish.' "'Foolish, yes, perhaps,' Tom said, nodding. "'The forest is a dangerous place. All paths lead to the water, and old willow may have caught you ere long. Many a wiser being than you have been ensnared by him, and harsh he would have been.' "'especially with the three of you. "'He has unfinished business with your families.' "'Tom laughed as he saw the surprise on their faces. "'Yes, yes, Tom is no fool. "'He saw it upon your faces. "'What other hobbits would dare enter here? "'I have here the children of Paraguay, "'Took and Meridoc, Brandybuck, have I not? "'Tom's memory is long, "'and your features not so dissimilar from theirs. "'It has been many years since I welcomed them here "'and saved them from the trees. "'They too were weary of travels "'and in need of food and rest.' "'They were merry little souls, and I am glad to be of use to their children. "'You must tell me of them, and your names, and your purpose here. "'I hope it is not as dark as theirs.' "'I am Vermeer took, and this is Gorbodock and Mirabella Brandybuck,' "'Faramir said, smiling, as he saw the genuine friendliness and warmth upon Tom's face. "'We came in search of wives. "'Tom's surprise was great. His mouth fell open, and his eyes were round. Antwives! he cried, and his gaze became distant, lost in the mist of the ages past." Many years it has been since I have seen one. Many years, indeed. Then there aren't any here, Mirabel asked. Her disappointment was heavy in her voice. Eh, I did not say that, Tom said with a smile. I cannot recall ever seeing any here in the forest, but that means little. Why, I cannot say as I remember what they look like. Who can say? Maybe they are here. Maybe they hide from Tom. The ant wives have hidden long. Perhaps even old Tom has been fooled. Tom saw clearly that they were disappointed, but he remained cheerful as ever. Come, little hobbits, he said, standing quickly. No more questions tonight. Hobbit children need their sleep. We shall speak in the morning when the light is greater. Now is the time for resting. Sleep till the morning light, and heed no nightly noise. Fear nothing of the forest. He led the hobbits down a short passage and around a corner, and into a low room with a sloping roof of walls of stone. The room was warm and pleasant, and there were three beds with deep mattresses and piled high with white blankets and green slippers at their sides. Along the other sides there were water basins, some with warm water, others with cool. The three hobbits, barely able to stand for their weariness, washed themselves swiftly, and then sank into the beds, which were as soft as down. They barely had time to cover themselves with blankets before each was fast asleep. Faramir's dreams were wild and confused, but when he woke, he had never felt more refreshed in his life. The room was filled with morning light, and Tom stood at the foot of their beds whistling cheerfully. He had opened the yellow curtains and allowed fresh air into the room. "'Good morning, little hobbits. Come, dole. "'I have already been walking across the hills and under the trees. "'A warm today it is to be today. Ring-a-ding-dillo. "'Come and eat and sleep no more. Goldberry is home.' Mm -hmm. "'He left them, and the three hobbits hurried after him quickly. "'Mirabella didn't even limp. "'Something about the goodness of this place and their food and drink "'had cured them of all their hurts. Mm -hmm. "'When they entered the room for breakfast, "'they saw the woman sitting at the table beside Tom, "'tall and fair and more beautiful than Faramir had ever supposed someone could be.' her dress was green and shot with silvery dew and a green belt circled her waist she stood warmly and held her hands to them come little friends her voice was high and clear and almost like a song the day has begun and you must eat tom has told me of you what trials you must have suffered come and sit and tell us of them and let your burdens be gone they sat at the table Fairmere and gobby suddenly shined the presence of goldberry who laughed often and sang and moved quickly and gracefully around the room as she fetched them food and drank and cleared away their plates. They stuffed themselves in the same way as the previous evening, and all of them felt quite full. As they ate, they told Goldberry and Tom of their journeys, and they listened attentively, their eyes wide, and their exclamations genuine. They asked many questions. Mirror, mirror, oh, felt his voice grow weary, and was happy to allow Gobby and Mirabella to assume the flow of the conversation. He sat back and listened. As he did so, shame once more settled over him, as his friends related everything that had happened—their troubles, the danger they had been in. Hearing it all again made him feel utterly wretched. Curious, cried Tom, when they had finished. What adventures for one so young you take after your father's? Not quite, my dear, Goldberry said, for Mary and Pinpin did not go needlessly into danger. Their quest was for love of their friend and the good of the world. At this, fair mere shame deepened. He hung his head and felt tears singing at his eyes. It was my fault, he cried, a tear rolling down his cheek. I made Gabi come. It was all my idea, all because I was selfish and desperate to be famous like my father. We could have died so many times, and it was my fault. Vermeer was absolutely miserable, despite the fairness of the setting and the warmth of the house. He could not look at his friends, and instead looked down at his hands, which twisted in his lap. Soft hands reached out to him, and he looked up to see Goldberry's fair face close to his own. She smiled sweetly, and her eyes twinkled with the light of many stars. As his eyes met hers, his misery was lessened, and encouraged him to flow back to his heart. "'Do not grieve yourself, young Fairmeadow," she said gently. "'My words were not intended to be harsh. All living creatures make mistakes. We cannot expect great wisdom from one so young. Even the oldest of us is not infallible. But greater than wisdom is love and friendship. You have those in abundance. Do not weep. Your ability to love, your desire to defend your friends, your courage in the face of danger to them and yourself— these are all qualities which you cannot learn with the passing of years. They are all the more precious because of it. Dry your tears. You are safe in the house of Tom Bombadil, and your friends are here and well. The day is new. Let us laugh now and be glad. had looked at her a long time, and a brightness seemed to pass from her into his own soul. His tears dried up, and his misery was gone. He looked to Goppy and Mirabella, who smiled at him. Real genuine smiles, not even Mirabella's usual mocking one. Tom continued to ask them many questions, and for the rest of the morning they spoke of their homes and their families, for Tom wanted to know everything about the dealings of the Shire. They found him a lot more knowledgeable than they expected, and were surprised when he asked after certain individuals. He was greatly interested in their fathers and their deeds, and was especially pleased to learn of their marriages and positions as Master of Buckland and Thane. He inquired after Mayor Sam as well, and even Frodo Baggins, but of them they could tell him little, other than the stories of the ring they had been told. Tom listened with great interest." Dark times they were, he nodded. Many dark times Tom has known, but few as dark as those. But darkness passes and the light rises the clear. I am pleased to learn of your people. Hobbits are so full of cheer, they sing almost as much as old Tom. This then gave way into many more songs from Tom, and also from Goldberry, and hobbits soon also joined in, though they could have sworn they knew none of these songs beforehand. There was something about the house which breathed life into song and transformed it into something living and bright. Tom stopped... Tom abruptly stopped the singing, and he and Goldberry jumped up and fetched the hobbits food and drink for lunch. Their afternoon passed in much the same manner, and they sat by the fire with Tom as he told them stories, fantastic stories of the history of the forest and many other far off places. His tales were inter his tales were interspersed with song and rhyme, and Faramir felt himself falling into an easy restfulness until he felt he could stay here forever. Time seemed to have stopped for him, the world went on outside these walls and changed nothing within. After another wonderful evening meal, Tom turned to them with more seriousness than before. "'Now, young hobbits,' he said, in an almost stern look in his eye, "'your parents will be greatly worried about you, I imagine. "'You did not tell them you entered into the old forest.' "'No,' Faramir admitted. "'We told them me and Gobby were going camping.' He glanced at Mirabella, who was shifting in her seat. "'And I don't think Mirabella told them anything.' "'I hope they did not try to enter the forest to search for you,' Goldberry said. "'The trees would not like so many hobbits inside at once.' I walked far and wide this morning and saw nothing of any other hobbits, Tom said, turning to her. But that is not to say they are not here. Fairmere glanced to his friends in alarm. He had not thought that their families might enter the forest after them. He had no doubt they would do so if they were desperate enough. The thought of what had almost happened to his father the last time he had been inside the forest made him shudder violently. He would never forgive himself if any of their families came to harm because of them. Goldberry seemed to notice his distress and smiled softly. Mary and Pinpin are braver and more capable than perhaps you realize, she said warmly, older and wiser than the last time they passed through. And what is more, they will remember the song that Tom taught them to sing when in need of him. They are not as defenseless as you were. Mirabella closed her eyes in frustration. The song! I forgot about that! Father taught it to me! If only I'd remember sooner! Mirabella did not feel annoyed with her. He too had been told of that song many times, yet he hadn't thought of it either. He had never found the details important. "'No point in worrying about things that are past,' "'Tom clapped his hands together cheerfully. "'Tom will take you home as soon as it is light again. "'Together we shall cross the forest "'with no fear of unpleasantness. "'Fatty Lumpkin is an old pony, but he is yet strong, "'and the three hobbit children won't worry him. "'We'll guide you out of the forest well enough, "'and by this time tomorrow you shall be safe "'in your own beds once more.' "'Fairbeer and Villabella were profuse "'with their messages of gratitude, "'thanking him over and over for his generosity. Gobby merely burst into tears.' As they went to sleep that night, Faramir thought seriously for the first time about his home in the Shire. For so long, he had wished to be away from it, to roam the lands of Rohan or Gondor, or climb up Mount Doom. Never before had the thought of his own warm and comfortable bed, in his own warm and comfortable hobbit hole seemed so appealing. Tom was sure to his word, and awoke on the hobbits so early that it was still dark, so that they could be off as soon as light broke over the house. After a quick but splendid breakfast, he and Goldberry gave each of them some bread and fresh water for the journey, and hung a cloak around their shoulders to make up for their own, which had been muddied and ripped beyond repair. Goldberry stooped before each of them and kissed their brows. I wish you well, young hobbits," she said, smiling at them so brightly. Their hearts were glad. Let this experience be a lesson to you all. Adventures and quests are all well and good for a few hours fun, but friendship lasts forever. Guard them well. They bid her farewell and followed Tom outside the house where an enormous, fat, ancient pony was tethered. It marched happily on the grass of the meadow before the house, and eyed them with such interest and intelligence, Faramir half expected it to start speaking to him. Tom hoisted each of the children upon its back, and Fermere worried the weight would prove too much. They had, they had, after all, eaten a great day, deal in the last day or so. But Tom's reassurance of the creature's strength proved true, and Fatty Lumpkin seemed no more disturbed by the presence of the three hobbits on his bag than if it had been three squirrels he had to carry. Tom, who had... No mount of his own walked beside them, or rather, hopped and skimmed along as they set out along the path of the previous day, just as the first rays of light were beginning to touch the eaves of his home. He did not guide his pony, for the animal seemed as sure of the way as Tom himself, and was deceptively fast, considering his considerable girth. They made good progress beneath the trees for several hours, which Tom filled with more nonsensical singing and occasional stories and tales. Mirabella, whose curiosity was by now fully returned after her restful day in Tom's house, plied him with question after question about the forest, the old kingdoms of men who had inhabited this land, the elves from across the sea, anything and everything she could think of. Tom, who never tired of these questions, answered them with great detail in most cases, in others he sang of long-ago heroes and long-forgotten deeds, and in others just acknowledged them in a voice so sad Mirabella would ask him no more of it. Fair Miragabi asked him nothing except one thing each— Fairmere asked how long till they reached the edge of the forest, and Gabi asked how long until lunch. When the midday sun was at its warmest, Tom finally called them to a halt, and they spread out upon a sunny bank to tuck into <sighs> When the midday sun was at its warmest, Tom finally called them to a halt, and they spread out upon a sunny bank to tuck into their provisions Goldberry had handed them that morning. They found in their packs bread and cheese and sweet fruits and berries, and their water as heartening and cool as it had been that morning. They had themselves quite a cheery feast, but did not linger. Each of them was eager to be home. Once mounted again upon the old pony, they went on following the path, and Faramir was surprised to notice how easy their journey seemed to be with Tom alongside. The path stayed true and steady throughout their journey, and did not lead up and down hills or impassable embankments as it had done for the hobbits. Faramir stared at the old man with newfound wonder. He truly was the master of the forest. Mirabella also seemed to notice, and as usual decided to ask a question. "'Do the trees obey you?' she asked. "'Can you control them?' "'Control? I'm not quite sure "'whether that is the word for it,' "'Tom said cheerfully. "'They listen to me, yes, that is true, "'for they know that I am older than they. "'I have spent long in this forest, "'and they know me, and I know them. "'I know their thoughts, their moods, "'and their darkness. "'I know their hatred for all things "'which move freely under the sun. "'With understanding comes power.' "'Fearmere was more confused than ever. "'Is it magic?' "'Tom smiled, but did not answer him.' It's like you're an ant, Mirabella said, frowning thoughtfully. You're like the guardians of the trees. No, I, nay, I am no ant, he said, though he did not look offended. Old Tom is not so slow as they. Who's older, you or the ants? Tom laughed. Which is older, the sun or the moon? Tom remembers both, so do the ants, so who can say? Mirabella pursed her lips, and Fairmere laughed to see her annoyance. She always liked a straight answer. "'Were you the one that helped us?' she asked, finally, chewing her lip. "'When the trees helped us when we fell down the cliff, or when we were faced by the wolves, "'were you the one that told the tree to put me down?' "'Me?' Tom looked surprised. "'No, indeed. Tom did not know you were here until he saw you on the path.' "'You did it,' Faramir found, and glanced at Mirabella. "'Then who did?' "'Who can say?' Tom threw up his hands with a laugh. "'The forest is strange, and old Tom does not know all its secrets. "'Maybe there are still yet some left to be discovered.' This wasn't a particularly satisfying answer, but Tom didn't seem to realize how frustrated the two hobbits were in continuing in continuing bounding up along the path, singing loudly. Femir and Mirabella looked at each other, but both were too confused to say anything. They continued on in this manner for many more hours, and they observed the sun steadily sinking below the line of the trees. Femir couldn't help but feel alarmed as he saw it going down, fearing yet another night in this awful forest. But his fears were unfounded. Their pony had left the path, To move through the trees, I wouldn't reach the open again. It was in a large clearing, which was of green grass, except for a large brown circle in the center. The bonfire glade, Mirabella said. Her eyes lit up. We're almost home. And indeed they were. Through the trees, Faramir saw the path appear again, and at the end of it he saw the faint outline of the high hedge and Buckland beyond. His face split into a wide grin. This is where I leave you, little hobbits, Tom out suddenly, turning to smile at them again. You will be safe from now on. Do you have to go? Farmer asked suddenly, not wishing to leave the strange old man. But Tom laughed. Tom has much business in the forest, and Goldberry is waiting. Worry not. I feel that we shall meet again one day, perhaps when you are a little older and wiser. Fatty Lumpkin will carry you safe to your parents. He will know them when he sees them. His memory is long. Sable him tonight, and in the morning let him loose. He will find me again. The hobbits could not stop thanking Tom, but the man just laughed and smiled, and tipped his battered hat to them before turning and skipping back off into the forest, singing wildly. The pony continued along the path, needing no instruction from the hobbits as he made for the hedge. The three hobbits sat tight, each of them eager to be home. Do you think they'll be angry with us, Gobby asked worriedly. Will we be in trouble? Of course, Fairmere said, patting him on the shoulder. But I'd rather be locked in my room the rest of the summer than lost in that forest for the rest of my life, wouldn't you? Speak for yourself, Mirabella said. I'm going to tell them all you two I'm going to tell them all you two dragged me along. You wouldn't dare, Famir glared at her, indignant and furious, as he twisted on the saddle to get a good look at her. It was then he noticed she was laughing. Not funny, Mira. She raised her eyebrows. You know that's the first time you called me, Mira. Getting attached to me now, are you? Famier scowled, and stuck out his tongue. Don't count on it. At the front of the saddle he could hear Gobby's quiet laughter and he rolled his eyes. Maybe it was a good thing they were all going to end up grounded, Four days stuck in the forest with them had filled him with as much of the Brandy Book twins as he thought he could take. None of them said another word as Fatty Lumpkin carried them all down the gentle slope back towards Buckland and their families. And that's the end of the chapter. That was sweet! It was so I know. wholesome. I know. They're finally getting like, just some rest yeah. able to go home. But Yeah, that was good. I oh, know I it's almost over well
1: because I almost feel like it could be like that could
0: have been the end so yeah it really could have I assume we'll get uh, you know probably. something with Mary and Pimpin like yeah. some talks and stuff like you know
1: it was so good
0: yeah yeah I enjoyed that. also that I think good. being tired agrees with you
1: with reading because that was like it- flawless oh, yeah?
0: Oh, I felt like... Well, I but those can be
1: cut out easy. And, well, I think you only want yawn oh, like, twice. True. You should nice. be. I'm that impressed
0: was well with done. myself. Well done. <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Oh, I think that as much as I would love to see Tom Bombadil on the screen, I honestly don't know that there is any human actor that could no. do him justice. Now I do think that he could be animated um because he has a very animated way That's of true. existing. And there's far fewer rules with animation. You know, they can make they can make him dance and sing in weird ways that are much harder right. to do like um with an actual person. But I was just thinking about that when I was reading that and like how you don't really you can never expect mm-hmm. what's about to come from him and i just think that that would be very hard to um portray yeah yeah in like real life and i, I kind of like he's just a a mystic thing that like definitely exists in the world but like we'll never get an actual representation yeah. of him because no one knows how to and i think represent. i'm almost
1: kind of okay with that just being a book thing
0: um yeah cuz yeah, and i know so. that would
1: break tolkien's heart but i don't think he would be happy with any adaptation of him either because of what you, yeah. the reasons you just gave yeah. like but
0: yeah i don't i don't know how you i don't know how you i think the one the one actor who who might could have done him some justice yeah. has passed away so he can't do it I, robin he was the one that really wanted, wanted, wanted to right I think he really wanted I to i think so yeah. um yeah i think he would be the only one mm-hmm. that, that that i can truly think of and i have a lot of favorite actors so you know but just someone that can capture the essence right. of who because that's Bondi one character is when right you no you'd have knows. to be so in
1: love with the character and i feel like a lot of hollywood isn't in love with tolkien and that's really sad yeah. But,
0: I don't know. And maybe I just feel... I, I, think, I, think, I think there's plenty of people in Hollywood that are. It's just... Right. I mean, what are they going to do that's now? That's true. The that's movies true. are done. You know, you can't... That Hollywood knows oh, that right. would They're be, to remake really them. That would be so them, bad so. If, they want to, if they decided to do that. You know. Yeah, no. So that's why... So I, I think there's plenty of people that do. But then, but you know it's been done so who's who's to say really the amazon show was the only right you could get a tom Bombadil? um yeah. so i don't know i don't know It's just very interesting i, I always get mixed feelings when i read about him like right. not mixed feelings like i love him but like mixed feelings between wanting to see him betrayed but also wanting to protect
1: yeah yeah his because, his essence. because whoever you, know. you put on the screen is how who anybody who hasn't read the books that's going to image and anybody who reads Mm -hmm. the books after seeing that that's how who they're gonna think of which I mean it's it's fine I mean when I read Aragorn I think Viggo Mortensen I don't think I don't think how because I think they were talking about this on Unexpected Podcast like how um Aragorn isn't really attractive in the books and I'm like well I'm really sorry Tolkien but that's not as fun
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I do think from from what I, because I'm kind of at that part and I don't expect a podcast. Like, even though Vigo Mortensen doesn't physically look like the character, I think he seems absolutely, to absolutely. capture his essence. Oh, I for, think sure, that for sure, matters so much
1: more than he's know, very. I don't know. They couldn't have picked a better actor for him. I really because he's so soft spoken, but then he's got such a like a quiet confidence.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like with Harry Potter. Like, you know, um, Harry has green eyes, but Daniel Radcliffe does not. And when, because they were so young, they tried the color changing contacts and it didn't yeah. work. So they just left it. Like, he just had different color eyes, but, like, he captured right. the essence of Harry Potter so, like, it didn't matter yeah. that he didn't have the same color eyes.
1: I, the, <laughs> Lord so. of the Rings struggles with eye color. I mean, half the scenes, he, like, he has brown eyes. The other half, he's got really weird
0: blue eyes Mm-hmm. you're talking about Legolas? I mean to be fair but can't that be written off? Uh, as maybe <laughs> <thing>? <laughs> like that would make total sense if someone told me like oh yeah like their eyes change colors based on the mood yeah. or the weather or whatever that's actually think, in like, that one
1: of my favorite fanfics um, I think I've talked about this before but Coldness by Hello oh. Denmark on fanfic.net um, she did it to where like um Legolas's eyes change color based on it's basically like his health bar. And it was it's, it was kind of cool. Oh, wow. It was kind of like a different way of doing it. So like basically if he were to ever die, his eyes would turn black. And it was it was kind of right. cool. Oh god. Like 10 out of 10. Yeah. But Yeah, that is <laughs> I think that can be canon. It's uh, a I guess. We could we could call it that. Yeah, but exactly. I'm excited for the show. Um, I'm, I'm did you? Sorry. Yeah. Um, did, did you see that the started? one actor left because of
0: creative differences? I did, but I didn't read into like. I didn't. Yeah, there read wasn't really much past the headline. the headline.
1: Apparently, the guy um was—they didn't say who he was playing or anything. So, and I don't know who that who that actor is. I know yeah. he, he's a. a I think he's from yeah. New Zealand, so um, yeah. he said he watched the pilot and like another episode or something. And he said that they were taking the character in a direction that he didn't want to go, and so he's leaving. And That scares me because he was gonna make a rap ton of money, so it makes me think, I mean, yeah. Uh, Maybe he left because they're not doing it justice. Because otherwise it'd be Maybe. like, Well, I'm making money, so it's fine. If like he didn't care. Maybe
0: not. Well, not necessarily. Not people I'm just scared. We were we were raised with the mentality that money is Yeah. Work for your money, work for your money, work for your money. The especially this generation now, it is if it's not worth, if what I'm doing isn't That's worth that true. money, I don't care how much money I'm losing. If it's not worth my time, like people, so it could be that maybe he thought his character was going to get a bigger, like storyline. That's and he true. It it should amazing. and it wasn't. Maybe they were telling like a different. Maybe they were going a different route as far as like whose right. ancestry they were tracing out. I don't know. So I don't it know. It makes me really nervous. It does
1: make me nervous.
0: I'm like, okay. okay it's kind, it's
1: fine. It's <laughs> fine. But.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, so, did you finish WandaVision? That's just all the first fandoms, but oh my gosh.
0: I did. I did finish WandaVision. Winter Vision, and we just watched the first. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, and I, I needed yeah, more after night. that. I know, I know. They did. They do. A really good job of bringing back yes. episodic TV.
1: They have done a phenom because they I am have done a good job of dying,
0: that. like
1: for for more. Mm-hmm. But and you know, <laughs> and yeah. I, we were watching it. And I looked at Caleb and I was like, and we thought that Marvel was done after Endgame. Oh, I
0: don't no, know. This I'm is laughing. only Phase Three. Right? Well, because
1: my understanding okay. at the time like was that they were just going to start. They were kind of they were kind of kind of pull that. Um, now we're going to follow everybody's kids and they haven't gotten direction. And so I'm very glad for that.
0: I don't think so, because I think there's just going to be other Avengers that show up. Like they're they're going to bring other superheroes from the comic books. um, Since our original ones are kind of not always (laughs) there, not there at all. Um, uh, But they, they did a good job of like, you know obviously ending on cliffhanger so you know you're going to watch the next one but bringing us back to oh friday nights is yeah. it's wandavision night friday night is you know have Cab- yeah have american night friday's one I mean, I mean, the days so, that I mean, disney plus I mean, doesn't else?
1: work anymore um, for anybody for anything
0: <laughs> it, yes right uh, and that's the i think it's great that they did that i love it so
1: yeah me too it's yeah we're
0: all caught up I'm so know. jealous of
1: know. our little brothers because what? they're not done watching all the movies. So they doing that. But then once they get done with that, oh. they're going to be able to binge. They're going to be able to watch WandaVision in like one sitting. I know. I Well, this okay. The, David now. and Wesley might be caught up, but I don't think Jacob is yet because he just started.
0: Yeah. Um, Nick said Nick is determined that his kids <laughs> don't have to wait like he did. Wow. in between movies we actually had a whole discussion he was like let me tell you this <laughs> is like good or bad <laughs> to make them wait that's great yeah, I was like oh my god wow yeah well
1: do you remember our wraps it up for word today.
0: <laughs> oh no well, uh oh no, <laughs> uh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope don't remember Okay. I might get you to text it to me. Yes. That way I can eventually write it down. Correct. And that is, I don't understand. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, guys, we will see y'all next week for the conclusion of, yes, of Took Samurai. And,
1: and we'll figure out what we're doing after that.
0: Mm-hmm. And hopefully we probably won't know. We will. If y'all have any suggestions, hit us up. Wattpad Chronicles of Fiction, Instagram Chronicles of Fiction, email oh, us. See yes, like to talk at gmail Let us know what you think.
1: Until next week, we're not going to worry about because it until,
0: until we turn out. That's we're probably that's a little, little more ac- That's
1: that. a little more accurate. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks well, for listening. Next week. Galu.